Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bookwormies. As always, I'm your host, Aaron Helton, here to take you down the road of nonfiction books. Today, I've got a nice little light, relevant read for you. It's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. It's W-I-E-S-T, so I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Now, I adore this book. As you know, I love self-help books. I love mental health books. A lot of things that I can apply in day-to-day life as well as in my coaching. Now, The Mountain Is You is unique in the sense that it speaks of self-sabotage. Generally, we get a lot of books on uh, trauma or self-help or in the sense of workbooks or really how they are used in your day-to-day life. The Mountain Is You takes the kind of the fluff out of this, and I will actually critique a little bit about that later, but the advantage of this is the book is so cut and dry in the sense of here's a self-sabotaging behavior, here's probably what's under it, and here's something you can probably do to resolve it. There's no workbook or fluff in between in that sense, and I think that as far as a reference tool and something that you can dog ear the pages of, or if you are more respectful to your books than I am, you could put tabs in them or mark down the pages, Uh, and it definitely is helpful in that sense. So let's talk a little bit about the overall themes of the book. So as always, the page count is coming at 240 pages, roughly. Again, I do not count the resources or acknowledgement pages in my account generally. So as we mentioned, it's about self-sabotage, but how kind of does this show up? So the style of the book and kind of how it's formatted, it starts with really talking about the self-sabotaging behaviors and then what might be under them. As I mentioned, pretty cut and dry, and there's a surprising amount of listed self-sabotaging techniques. A lot of times when I think self-sabotage, it's, oh, I'm doom scrolling and avoiding something or, you know, I'm trying to tackle it too forwardly. But there is actually a lot of nuance that the book explores in the sense of, let's say, uprooting in the sense of, oh, I'm scared to fail. So I'm going to just completely uproot myself in the sense of, let's say, uh, you get a new job every year instead of staying past that, oh, I'm the new person. Now I'm not the new person anymore. So uprooting in that sense is actually a self-sabotaging behavior, which really was interesting to me and really resonated because in my time in uh, serving, I actually did that quite a bit. So that was something that I was able to sit and really resonate with as, oh, that's something I was doing and didn't even realize. I thought it was just, oh, circumstances of life, I'm going to have to get a new job. And there was always an excuse. But at the end of the day, there's always something underneath. And our behaviors are definitely driven by our mind and our emotions and our heart at the end of the day. So as far as the style, it talks a little bit about that. And then afterwards, it does dive more into the psychology of trauma and emotions and what's really underneath all of these behaviors. It talks a little bit about reconnecting with emotions, which, as always, I'm going to go ahead and pull open to a page. And on page 66 and 67 of this book, it actually talks a lot of disconnecting action and feeling. The actual tool of, okay, let's connect with this emotion, figure out what's going on, and then we need to disconnect this negative self-sabotaging behavior from the feeling. So an excerpt here, let's actually see. Remember that a lot of these feelings may very well have a root in something related to the self-sabotaging behavior. If you're angry about how one of your parents treated you, it probably won't come as a surprise that the core feeling of why you are sabotaging your relationships is anger and mistrust. Very interesting in the sense of connecting the behavior with that root emotion. 
And of course, there's many different ways to find your way towards these emotions or towards these root causes. And The Mountain Is You helps you to navigate many of these different um, circumstances and many of these different tools. So as far as expectations, I found The Mountain Is You through, well, I do not use TikTok, but through BookTok, essentially. And then the videos found their way onto my Instagram algorithm. And so roughly from social media, I saw this uh, suggested a few, honestly, probably about a year ago, it feels like. It was quite a long time and I kept it on my list for a while. But I had the expectation going in that this was going to be very peppy, I guess. I saw the motif of a mountain and I saw the concept of self-sabotage and honestly, my bias kicked in and I said, oh, this is going to be a self-help book that's going to say, oh, you can do it. Go you. And as I mentioned, that can help a lot of people. I'm not going to disparage that in and of itself. But for me personally, it is not my style of self-help that I resonate with. And so when I started to read it, being so cut and dry, I expected so much more fluff. I thought it would be a book that was too fluffy, honestly, and would not get to the heart of matters. But this book definitely uh, circumvents that expectation and is very cut and dry. It's here's your self-sabotaging behavior. Here's probably what's underneath it. Here's a tool to probably combat it in some way, shape, or form. So I definitely revisit this book occasionally just to check the dog-eared pages and say, am I doing this right now? Or actually, as it buckles down towards winter and gets colder, I have started to doom scroll on my phone a little more often. I say, well, am I avoiding something right now? I reference this book to say, is there anything that could help push me and give me some momentum in another direction? So it's an excellent book. My only critique is while I did just say I was thankful that it did not have too much fluff, I also feel that this book in and of itself is a little too cut and dry. The reason for that is when you talk about self-sabotage and concepts like that, it's very easy to speak from an expert's view and just say cut and dry things. When you are able to give examples in the sense of especially author stories, it gives a level of vulnerability that I think is very impressive. And actually, next episode, we'll talk about vulnerability in the next book. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit more fluff in that sense of author stories or author vulnerability. I didn't feel really resonant with the stories in the, or not stories, but rather did not feel resonant with the examples given. It seemed pretty like as if I was being taught by a teacher and it was being explained in a sort of disconnected way. I think it's still necessary. It's still good information. But as far as a reading feeling, I did not feel engaged with the book. So it took me a while to kind of finish it because I knew it was just informational, if that makes sense. It did not draw me in in the sense that some very vulnerable authors can through these type of books. However, as I mentioned, sometimes there's that balance of too much fluff or not enough. So for those who are interested, I definitely would recommend this book to anybody who likes just straightforward problem solution type of books. This is definitely a book I would recommend as an informational resource. It is not really a textbook. It is not really a resource in that sense. But as far as referencing it over and over and looking at, oh, let me get a check in with myself. Is this something that may be happening? It definitely gives you awareness to many of the tools that you may be able to notice when self-sabotaging. And as such, I would definitely categorize it as a reminder book, essentially. So please put it on your shelf, reference it often, check out what you may be doing. And uh, that concludes my review of The Mountain Is You. 
With that, as always, thank you for joining me on the road to nonfiction, and I will see you next time. Thank you. to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.